Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to another installment of Two Alpha News, news the shooting community can use. Uh, I'm your host, one of your hosts, Manny, uh, along with my co-host, Corey Katz. Good evening, everybody. Thanks for joining us again tonight. This is actually our seventh episode. Kind of crazy to think that. Yeah, we've actually been doing this a decent amount of time, which is kind of nice for us. Uh, uh, we quite enjoy this, I feel, and uh, we make it a regular thing. So it's kind of Yes, cool. sir. For sure. So, yeah, like I said, Corey just said, I want to thank everybody for joining us. So if you're in the YouTube chat or in the Rumble chat, please drop it down in the live chat so we can see it and interact with you throughout the show. Um, we greatly appreciate it. Um, the more you let people know about this, the more we can do for giveaways and get more news out there for you. So uh, thank you for joining us. It looks like we've got our buddy Chris, our uh, Ohio friend, uh, Chris thank Jenner Chris. From, from the 740. What's up, brother? Yeah, and if you're listening to this afterwards, either on Rumble or on uh, on a podcast platform or anything like that, feel free to send us an email at manytalkshooting at gmail.com. Well, I thought it was 2alphanews at gmail.com. Well, let's just send it to, to manytalkshooting at gmail.com. I mean, yes, more email from my inbox. I'd greatly appreciate that. Tactical <laughs> FUD's out there, too. Hell yeah, what's up, Tactical FUD? um yeah so like you said follow us on any social media usually just facebook and instagram right now we don't do the whole x thing so uh, check us out um like us follow us on any platform you can and share the word um, i know i need to remind myself to go back and post the episode onto facebook because it seems like we get a lot more traction when i do so so definitely definitely so, Corey, so go ahead alex what's up not much. I mean, we've had an interesting week. Uh, we we saw we. It's not been too long since we last saw each other. No. So we um we were both down at Cardinal Cardinal Shooting Center this weekend for what we considered our after nationals uh, cleanup match or, or uh, leftovers match is what you put it. What'd you think? Um, it was it was a good match. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I kept asking throughout the episode. Let's see. I'm a little quiet, they say. Anyway, let me, uh, you can hear me okay, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, Annette, if you're watching live, turn up the TV. <laughs> but anyway, uh, no, I liked the match. It was a really good match. Uh, I enjoyed it. I kept asking my squad mates, Ken and Brad, who had shot Nationals. I asked them, so what changed? Does anything changed? And, you know, they tell me it's like, oh, this target was, you know, a tux or the, the bobber was a tux or whatever. So I kept kind of getting that little bit of validation from them. So uh, I liked the match. Um, it was a what? How do I be nice about this? I didn't think it was that hard, but I'm also from a club match perspective of shooting 25 mini 25 yard mini poppers. 20 yard partials so i'm accustomed to this hosing is very unnatural for me it, it seems for sure. know, like a hose, like hoser targets are nice i love them because it's like oh i don't care um yeah. but but i will say in totality the match was on the harder end but i wouldn't say it was like oh this is this is i would compare this to area 5 2022 i thought it was easier than area 5 2022 personally I, but I also there was more options in this match than there were in the 2022 Area 5 match. You know, keep in mind, I also wasn't shooting the same platform on this match that I did. And I did not shoot the, the cleanup match because Dan and I were cleaning up. Yes, um, yes you were. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm still sore from that. Yeah, you guys were, uh, you guys were definitely working very hard to clean up range 2 and range 4. So it definitely helped that uh, we were there to help you pick up the rest of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Rick said, uh, Manny, you're accustomed to that Walt life. You know, uh, He's not the only one who can put hard stages out. I definitely can put my share of hard accuracy and technical stages on the ground. So I, I do blame that I was brought up under a technical match. Uh, Walt Pagel may not say that he had anything to do with this match, but... Uh, that is clearly oh, not the case. That's, he that's not the case at all. I mean, he was... He tweaked he was everything on the ground. So, you know, Rick, it's... It, I don't think... And you saw it while you were at Nationals. I know you didn't shoot it, but 
I didn't think it was that much harder than what a typical DSS match would be or a Buckeye Blast, or sorry, a Battle for the North Coast match would be. So, um, and I was shooting a, a pistol, which as many people know, I don't shoot pistol. So. Yeah, it was, so the definitely, ooh, was up evening, Matt W. Thanks for joining us, Matt. It's always good to see you. I'm surprised. Well, this is true. Brian is still at the movies with Sherry. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why he's not on yet. So he he went to go see that Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Yeah, two hours and 28 minutes or something like that. He's nuts. No, it's a three and a half hour movie. Three it's hours and 28 minutes. That's right. So, well, let's dive into it, Alex. Um, how'd you, how did you do at the cleanup match? Well, uh, at the cleanup match, do you have it pulled up on your computer or do I need to? I don't, but I can. Okay. Well, at the cleanup match, uh, I lost by 9%, and I was pissed. I am accustomed to winning, and try go, I, and I go to win. Like, my like, if it might not be... It might not be the match, but it's definitely my division that I'm wishing to win. So yeah, makes sense. So if anyone sees, uh, this was the Cardinal after match. There was 41 shooters in and the this match. This is on Sunday only. So we did half the match on Saturday, half the match on Sunday. Um, Sunday only had 41 shooters total. And then on Saturday, there were another 20-some, but it was it was rainy and miserable right it was um it, it did suck for those people who did come out um but they were troopers and they still paid their 25 bucks <laughs> yeah so yep i lost to a ohio native peter woolard uh from team monsoon but i came in second um by just under nine percent behind uh and leading up the pack was brad right behind me um brad had some mistakes i had some mistakes as well uh, i had ammo issues in the gun so I had some high primers, so I definitely lost some time racking the gun. But other than that, you know, Peter is a nice carry optics master, so he's nice, good. He might be an open A here that he's borrowing someone's infinity. Um, I would also note that Peter, so keep in mind that Peter is shooting the carry optics style. Obviously, he shot the match in uh, 13 seconds faster than you did, and he shot it cleaner. Mm -hmm. Um so he had eight more Charlies. You had one more Alpha. He had eight more Charlies and considerably less Deltas than you did. So, you know, he beat you in two spots, Alex. So you're going to have to uh, pick up the – pick it up in two spots. Oh, I mean, there's always room for that. But, yes, he's sure. a little more um, – <clears throat> I will say, you know, I did the math. We did have – I don't know what happened to my the tablet and the timer. They were synced, and at some point throughout the day, like, I couldn't – it wouldn't i couldn't hit the the stopwatch she, she could have called stats there was no stats he was busy taking care of everything else and we wouldn't just shown up but you well, and, and i removed the timer i put the timer back on you know like you remove the timer you put it back on i don't know what it was um per se on that time it was my personal timer that we used because we just needed to use a timer uh right. so there was easy time seconds. Like anytime I racked the gun, I lost probably three seconds and I know I did it at least five times. So that was, that's 15 seconds right there. So yeah. truly in, in, in all average, Peter and I would have been about the same time. So the time did matter. Um, For sure. did. So it was a good match. Um, it was nice to see a lot of my Ohio friends like uh, uh, Micah was there. Uh, Justin uh, Messinger, um, was out there he uh he helped he was a big help cleaning up on sunday as well him and his crew um my buddy fluff uh ken lane ken fluffy lane was out there he came down with mich from michigan uh it's always good to be see our buddy bill Seavers at the match yeah but then uh both kurt and dave melvin were there so i mean it was a it was a kind of a who's who for uh central ohio we definitely picked up our normal um our normal crew on a weekend that typically we don't shoot right you did uh <clears throat> Uh, our, our the local hotshot was not there, unfortunately. So. No, he was nursing a uh, a cut hand, um, and it was a little rainy and cold for him. So, now he didn't tell me that it was rainy and cold. I I'm just making that up. But you knew it was rainy. And, you knew it was rainy and cold. That's for sure. If anybody knows his nickname, it was rainy and cold. So yes. let's move on to IDPA. 
Well, I did. What did I oh. want to say? I wanted to say something about this match, also. But um, we'll come. If I remember it, we'll come. I can come back to it. So yeah, let's move on to IDPA, um, because that was the uh, World Shoot happened. Well, the IDPA sure. World Championship. So let me go ahead and share my screen here, if I can. There we go. And oh. Grab that. Sorry, guys. We're there. We go. Okay, so we're we're gonna start out with Bug. Started out with Luigi. You know, Alex. I've never uh, really, div uh, you know, thought too much about IDPA, but I kind of like their categories. Like they have an, a category for uh, industry. So someone who is, you know, works in the industry or something like that, that they have a special category for that. That's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is really cool. Um, but I think it's also how you get into the match too, right? So yeah, an be. industry slot guy is somebody typically um, is typically a sponsored shooter for the most part, if, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. So we've got um, – actually, you've got a slideshow for this, don't you? Yeah, just I'll click up on that and – um, oh, I did it backwards, so I will skip all the way to Bug. And so, first place we've got Luigi Lee, followed by King Drummond, Al Matter in third, Brett Newcomb in fourth, and Joe Mitchell in fifth. Yep, and uh, it looked like um, Luigi did a good stomping on the crowd at um, in Bug. Um, you know, he definitely, he only had 18 points down. Nope. Correction. Let me click. Thirty-five on points down. Yes. But he was uh, shot a, which meant that he shot a raw time of just on, just over three hundred seconds. Mm -hmm. The uh, and a three thirty-seven final. The next person who is king shot it in three seventy-two total. Right. So in IDPA, if you can figure out the accuracy portion and have the speed, you're going to do really well in this game. Yeah. So if you can collect the alphas and find that probably like 85% of USPSA speed, you'll do really well in IDPA. Um, moving on to the next um, category or division, CCP or um, compact carry pistol, which is a little bit different than bug, like a Glock 19 size gun, and bug would be something a lot smaller. Um, coming in fifth, Jason Brown. Fourth, Joseph uh, Baden. Um, Zachary Mitchell in third. I don't know if he has any relation to the other Mitchell who who is in the top five in Bug. Uh, Jay Wittick. Wittick. Oh, Whitaker. Wow, Whitaker. Whitaker. Yeah, I, I can't read. And then Austin Prolux coming in first in CCP. For sure. And then we've got CDP in fifth. Craig Ballamy. Rob Latham in fourth. You know, keep in mind that some of these guys went straight for, from USPSA Nationals over to the um, the IDPA Worlds, so it's pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. um, Brady Harden in third, Eric France in second, and then Glenn Shelby in first. All right, and CDP, if anyone doesn't know, and you're a USPSA guy, this is like your 45-19-11 division, right? True, you know, true, true to true, pretty much a single-stack gun can fit in this division other than uh, some tweaking of some parts. Um, we did. I want to mention this. Uh, my brother from another mother, the Chewy Cookie, uh, Matt Chua, is in the, his house in the comments. Thanks for jumping on, Matt. Um, we will go from CDP to Carry Optics. Um, the winner of Carry Optics, Kevin Harding, Eric Shazesny in second, Cameron Templin, um, Templin uh, of Team Beretta. Um, if you want to check out, I did an interview with him on the Mini Talk Shooting Podcast, so go check it out. Um, Jeremy Stormy in fourth, and Theodore Facer in fifth. Honorable mention, not on the list, is Mr. Ben Hart of Team Beretta. Um, he had a very good showing until he had one, like, dumpster of a stage. So he would have definitely been in this top five, if not, you know, up there in contention to win if he didn't have that dumpster. Yeah. And then we've got ESP. Um Brad Eddins in fourth, sorry, fifth, Randy Rogers in fourth, Gordon Carroll in third, Mike Seeklander in second, and then Gorka Ibanez in first. And I do want to mention uh, Miss Randy Rogers taking top lady in ESP and in the top five. So very impressive there. Um, 
between her time um, and Gorka's time, um, surprisingly, it was fairly close. You know, Gorka 278 and her 301 at the end of the match. So uh, very good showing for a lady. Um, that's not to say that the next lady we talk about isn't just as fantastic, and that's Miss Justine Williams being the second Distinguished Master female. And so she won PCC. Um, second was Mr. Steve Miles, um, Joseph Murray in third, Andrew Willingham in fourth, and Justin Green in fifth. Congratulations, Dustine, on your Distinguished Master title. Yeah, and if anyone doesn't know, Distinguished Master is um, a special classification awarded only to people who win, I believe, um, level three or above IPSC, right. or not IPSC, um, IDPA right. matches. So things what we would call like our area matches in USPSA or nationals, they get the distinction of distinguished master. Yeah, so that's really cool. Um, and she performed really well last year at, um, not Worlds, but nationals. But she did a really good showing this year in cleaning up the, the field. I do want to... You know, that is her, that is her uh, favorite platform, as I've heard. So honestly, it was a close race, though. She beat Steve Miles by two seconds. Yep. And they both had, she had 24 points down. He was 25 points down. Less than that raw time. She, um, her raw time was 20, it was 215.36. His raw time was 216.54 seconds. Yep. They both had the same amount of procedurals, like, uh, the same amount of penalties. Yep. Proceed six procedurals and five threats hits on no threats. So for sure. Uh, slide number two, Revo. In first, we've got Jess Christensen, followed by Derek Hill, Joseph Emerick, Caleb Giddings, and last but not least, Mark Mandrell. So if you know, anyone doesn't know Mr. Caleb Giddings, he works now for Taurus. He was a writer in the space of firearms, but now he's working for Taurus as like a marketing guy. Uh, was on Top Shot season one. So oh, cool. uh, that was a fun little fact. Let's see. There's a comment. Um, oh. Kevin Harding is the Mission 160 range owner. So very good. He's a local guy to the DFW area. Um, the Mission 160 is in White Wright, Texas. A, ter a interesting name uh, for where a range should be held. But uh, uh, they also hosted Area 4, North Texas Open, Texas IDPA State Championship. So um, it's always good to see people who actually own ranges shoot well at matches. Um, for sure. And finally, SSP Stock Service Pistol. Um Eric Fujin, uh, coming in fifth, um, Ming, I don't, I can't pronounce Ming's last name, but he's a local guy to Detroit. So he came in fourth, um, Mr. Sal Luna of team Beretta in third, second for team Beretta, Mr. JJ bridesmaid Rikaza. And, uh, on first Nils Jonasson, um, the athletic giraffe who can't be stopped in any division, uh, that he shoots. So it's just fantastic. For sure. And it's interesting to look at the raw times on that one too. So Nils did beat JJ with raw time 221 and a quarter to 222.19. Um, I heard what really got JJ was the hits on non-threat targets. And if you are not familiar in ID or in IDPA, I keep mixing up all of our acronyms in the shooting sports in IDPA, you can shoot through a, a shoot target, hit a non-threat target, and that counts as a non-threat hit. Yeah, it's probably due to stage design errors, right? Because you've got the non-threats and... Well, I don't think that was... I saw a couple videos over the last few days. That is not an error. That is intentional. Mm -hmm. That you that they will put a non-threat behind a shoot target to, um, to, mess, to get you. Yeah. Oh, some honorable mentions in SSP. Um, Les Kiss Martoni, a distinguished master, coming in seventh this year in um, SSP. Um, I did want to find the rest of the top ladies because we can't forget about the ladies, right? So let's see. Lady, um, Joyce Hernandez coming in 29th. Looks like to be the top lady in SSP. Um, if somebody did, I'm assuming you would click the category if, if that was your thing, right? I, I would assume so. Uh, let's see the revolver lady. We've, um, wow. Uh, Christella Watley. Yep. And then in PCC, of course, you've got Justine Williams. 
In ESP, you've got Randy Rogers, as we already discussed. Carry Optics, we've got Jessica Hook in 63rd. For Team Beretta. CDP, there was no ladies. That's that's kind of sad. No in ladies. CCP, there was one. And um, Amanda Lynn Barr. And then in Bug, there was also one, Jacqueline Hollinan. I know, really. It, the worst part is when you just got to, you've been a long day and you got to think about how to pronounce last names. <laughs> yes, that is not my strong suit ever. Correct. Um, uh, let's talk. So we're done with IDPA. Let's move on to the, I'm going to call this the, the Sooner State Showdown or the Oklahoma, the Oklahoma section match, right? Was this weekend all the same weekend, it seems like. So I'm going to pull that up on my screen and be like, blah, blamo. So, all right, we've got some awesome people here winning awesome divisions. So, in carry optics, leading the pack, winning high overall, Mr. Jared Clanton for Team Monsoon. So, he's also a top five, you know, top um, carry optics super squad guy now. He's been on the super squad for a while. Uh, so, he's doing a good job. And he destroyed the field with over 15, almost 15%. Uh, Tyrell Cooper coming in second. Ian Zacker in third. Andy Dang in fourth, great last name, whoever decided on your last name. And John Luke Rubin of Rubin's Reloading came in fifth. Did you notice that Jared also uh, won high overall? Yes. If I didn't say that, I apologize. In limited, you've got uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Joey Sauerland in first, um, followed by Brian Brown, uh, 23% behind him. Yep. Um, Steve Wolf also in third and Robert Bland in fourth, Joey destroying the field. This match, interestingly, only had five squads. Shoot, it was a one day match. It was a Saturday match, five, five full squads, um, through the match. And they wow. only shot on Saturday because, sun, but Sunday was a shoot off. That was all the whole day was. It's, it's just hard to, you know, put something right behind nationals for sure. Right, well, they've had this, like, dude, like, like, people were posting about this match. Yeah, I couldn't find anything forever. So I don't know if they had to move dates or something to get, mm -hmm. but either way, at um, Limited Optics had nine people with two DQs, unfortunately. <laughs> um, Andum Roper, or Rauper, uh, in first. Um, Ryan Creedel in second. Heath Moore, um, a local Texas guy, I believe, uh, in third. Tony Wall in fourth, and even Barry Hill in fifth. Right, it's Evan. Oh, Evan. See, this is a Thursday. So in open, we've got Emmett Reed in first, Lark Senza in second, Alex Acosta in third, Ken Yang in fourth, and then Jared Fox in fifth. Is that the Jared Sasquatch Fox? I believe so. So um, Emmett Reed, Alex Acosta, Ken Yang, all DFW area guys. Special shout-outs to my guys, Mark Casanillo. I did a podcast with him on the Manny Talk shooting, uh, so go check that one out as well. Um, Bobby um, Ivester from 2Alpha Apparel is on here as well, and my buddy Chase Rains, the bearded shooter. So I also did an episode with him as well, so go check those out. Uh, great episodes, to be honest with you. In PCC, we've got Brandon Higby in first, Mike Chambers in second, Josh Smith in third, Cameron Kahn in fourth, and Todd... Slatter? Slatter in fifth. Uh, in production, we have Drew. There's only three. <laughs> wow. Drew Hicks, Seth Wallace, and Doug Taylor coming in B, an unclassified, and a C-class guy. Hey, really congratulations to Micah Puckett for sticking it out in Revolver by himself. Hey, he won the match. Um, he did. He only had seven mics, seven no penalty mics, and one new shoot and a procedural to still win his division. I see there's a comment in the chat. Um, yeah, Chewy Cookie says that if you would like to hear his thoughts on the Sooner State Championship or Sooner State Showdown, feel free to listen to the Raw Time Champ podcast. Uh, I can't because you never post often enough, and I already listened to it. Um, post more often, Matt. Um, it's all Connor's fault, and we'll move on from there. Uh, no, yeah. Matt's, a, Matt's a good buddy, and I'm just giving them crap because they don't post enough. Like, people forget they have a podcast. As uh, 
Alex always says there's two things that are really important in podcasting, A, no dead air, mm -hmm. and B, more importantly, consistency. This is true, um, but it's not even that it's just dead air. It's, well, dead air is not a problem. It can be a problem, but consistency is important, right? So, and I didn't even come with that. I think I got that from Robert Wyatt, but any good radio person will tell you that uh, don't stop talking. Um, if you listen to talk show radios in the morning, it's quite great. I'm going to stop sharing my screen. Corey can share his screen and it can be. And blah, blah, there's blah. no dead air. Perfect. Yeah. So to start out in, this is the 2023 Indiana section presented by SNS bullets. This is the first time they've had this match in a while, Alex. This is true. Uh, Mr. Jake Martins, uh, the director of media and events uh, was the match director for this match with Daniel Hart is the range master. Uh, two people we both know. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's always a good thing to see. Um, they put this on as a one-day match just to get the match back on the ground because yeah. it needed to happen. They lost it during COVID a bunch of times. So it's good to see them having the match back uh, back and having people shoot. Um, they did sure. get, what did they end up getting? on 94 shooters, which is great. Yeah, and this definitely drew some people out of my area um, to it as well. You know, you've got Jose Rossi there, um, specifically in Carry Optics, and I'm sure we'll see other people as well. So if we start with Carry Optics, in fifth, we had Andrew Roderick, Taylor Orr in fourth, Craig, Craig Sylvia in third, Josh Espinoza in second, and Joe Ornelas. Or, yeah, do, uh, Joe Ornelas. Yeah. Ornelas, thank you, in first. He is an old guy who can smack down like the best of them. He puts people to – I'd go shoot the locals that he'd shoot all the time, North Porter. Uh, yeah, he, he's a good shooter. Um, special mentions, uh, Andrew Roddick, a Chicago gunslinger from my area. Um, as we mentioned, Jose Rossi, Jason Finney. Uh, he's a guy I always see up in this area. And Mr. Mango Mike. Coming in ninth. That is his home, uh, his home section. So, mm -hmm. Mingo Mike in limited. So Joey went right in through Indiana to the Sooner State Championship or Sooner State Showdown. He did not stop at the Indiana match. I think they were both on the same day. Yeah, they were. So to start out the field, we had Josh Malhor. In fifth, Dan Hart, the range master, in fourth, Papa Joe Sanchez in no, third. Uncle, Uncle Joe Sanchez. I'm gonna call him Papa Joe Sanchez. In, no, in that's getting confusing with the other Papa Joe we know. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, second we had Leif Kunkel shooting a single stack gun. With eight round mags. <laughs> with eight round mags. Yeah. Major single stack, eight rounds in limited. And then Eric Stanley in first place. I think I think Leif also did this to spare our buddy Cody Dangler from a crushing defeat. Yes. But uh, it's okay. Limited Optics won by Mr. Dave Del Rosario. Um, followed up by my our buddy David Cologne, Elmer Rodriguez, Adam Maxwell from Vortex Optics, and Nasser Yusuf um, in fifth. Uh, a good showing of everybody. There was 13 people in carry optics, just so anybody knows. Um, it's this is limited optics. Same difference. Limited optics, carry optics, they're all the same gun. And in open, we had Lincoln Carr in fifth, John Martello in fourth, Nate Polson third, Alex Cardrick. Sarajewski. Sarajewski in second, and Daniel Mathis in first. Um, I don't know Daniel, um, and I don't know Nate but Alex is a very good shooter coming up. This is his first season in open. Um, honorable mentions in sixth, Corey Wyatt uh, yeah. from, from Ohio. He, was, he worked staff that match. Jay Graham, who was coming in from, from uh, Kentucky. Kentucky. Um, the Area 5 director, Rick Steele, coming in 11th. So it's always good to see uh, people we know shooting other major matches. And co-match director for this match, I believe, Stephen Wright in 12th. Oh, yeah. Steve Wright, yep, the Indiana sectional um, coordinator, I believe. Yes. In PCC, there was six of you, so I will talk about all of them. Um, we had Sharon um, Sanville, Kylie Wells, Jacob um, Fairnow, David Richmond, T. 
Tegan Richmond, um, daughter-dad duo coming in second and third, and won by GM Riley Fox. Yeah, I believe Riley's really big in uh, Steel Challenge as well. Um, maybe uh, he shoots an MPX, so he's a weird boy, and uh, um, and he's uh, special. Um, Rick uh, Rick Powers from the Ohio um, land was like, this was Jay's Graham's farewell match. Yes, it was. He decided he cannot physically participate in uspsa anymore but he will still be around roing matches and shooting steel challenge i talked to him right before the match yeah that's correct he uh he's even selling everything so if anybody wants anything feel free to reach out to him he's got a bunch of stuff on on the interwebs for sale mm-hmm. in production we had five shooters so we'll go through them all john murphy and murphy in fifth john hall in fourth john murphy senior in third craig lay Layman in second, and then Jake Martins in first, match director. Yep. After working and setting up nationals, um, shooting nationals, and then going straight home to deal with putting up on a match. Yes, sir. Now, this I don't know that why they called it production. They should have just called it John's division because three of the five were named John. This is true. Uh, in Revolver, um, Paul Francis was leading it, winning it. Um, he is a GM, so uh, it's all good and dandy. Um and, there and you then go. last but not least, we've got single stack with Dennis Rainville and Cody Dangler and Leif Kunkel. <laughs> and Leif Kunkel. So um, maybe I'll have to go back in a practice score competitor and do the what if and see how much Leif would have won by. Um, I love Cody. I love seeing Cody's dad at a range in the match um, taking pictures. So uh, it's For always sure. good to see. Yeah. Um, always is good to see Cody. And mainly because Cody br- always brings the good stuff to drink. This is also true. Cody does bring the good stuff to drink. Um, I did want to bring up a piece of news that I saw over this week. There was supposed to be another USPSA major match, the Echo One SoCal State Championship, that, um, through what I read, was a match approved by DNROI. The stages were approved, the match was approved, and then removed the same day for claims for unpaid match fees since 2022. Um, from what I read on the post from the SoCal page, that uh, they mostly run outlaw matches, but then uh, run some USPSA matches. And I don't know the whole story about this, but this is what I read. So I thought I'd share it with all of you. Yeah, definitely. Um, So if we move on out of the major matches into some upcoming news, don't forget, we've got some upcoming elections. Area 5, Area 2 in 2024, both will take office in 2025. So we've got, uh, in Area 5, we've got Christopher St. Clair, who I believe has already filled out and turned in his application. Yep, he is from Wisconsin. He is a match director at Schultz, the Schultz gun, um, the Schultz range. We've got Leif Kunkel, um, owner of GX Products from Kentucky. I believe he probably at this point has already filled out his application and turned it in. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, he's very close to it. He had his application out at Nationals. And then Adam Maxwell from Wisconsin, of course, he works for um, Vortex and does the match directing for the national for the uh, multi-gun nationals. Yep. So if anyone pays attention to this, we will have Adam Maxwell back on the podcast to talk about multi-gun, talk about handgun nationals, Area 5, all the works when... Um, when that comes out. So that'll be coming up. We'll get kind of a refresh episode. Um, so far, the only person I know running for area two is Mr. John left-handed, um, CZ shooter Batista. Uh, so he's the only one currently running. I don't know if Mr. Layton is rerunning or not. Uh, we still have a lot of time left until, uh, petitions are due. I think what end of the year. I, if they're even due by then, I think it's like April 2nd, April 1st or something like that, but I don't know off the top of my head. Right. So, Currently, only John Batista. Definitely open it up. It's opened up a year in advance, something like that. Yeah. Um, so as we can see, we do have a little bit of USPSA ongoing news. Um, yeah, a couple of things know. that I wanted to uh, clarify. Um, as many people have been uh, telling us on the internet, there were a few area directors that were served with some legal documents at nationals. Um, one thing I've heard around going around and I just wanted to, um, I was in the presence of this, so I wanted to make sure everyone was aware. It is factually incorrect that 
anybody, at least Bruce one was served at his feet. Um, I know I've heard that a couple times on different podcasts on the, on social media. I was actually um, had the pleasure of working with Bruce and ended up sitting down for lunch with him on the day that it was, that he was served. And he was sitting at the picnic table and received it next to him. Um, the process server walked up, said, Mr. Bruce, I've got some legal documents for you. He said, thank you and walked away. It was not, it was no big deal. There was no, uh, no ignoring. There was no, um, nothing, basically nothing that has been on, uh, any of the social medias lately has been true as far as that. So just wanted to bring that out. Um, you know, I'm not a, uh, as, as Alex knows, I've got my disagreements with the board of directors, but I want to make sure that everyone is aware of exactly what happened because at the end of the day, this is too often news. Yep. And it's the news the shooting community can use. You yes. like that? You like how I threw that in there? But yeah. Yes, so, sir. Um, and then we also did see today, I think a couple hours ago, the GoFundMe to bring um, legislation towards the board. Not legislation, um, litigation. Litigation. Thank you. Litigation oh. towards the board uh, has been refunded. Uh, Mr. Travis Lopez, um, uh, had some serial medical issues, so that GoFundMe got canceled and refunded. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you see another GoFundMe to uh, take place um, just without t- um, Travis's involvement due to his uh, medical issues. We do hope at 2 Alpha News that he gets through these serious medical issues and we see him back on the range soon. Definitely, um, definitely. couple things in the gun world news. Um, Vista Outdoors was purchased by, I believe it was, um, out of country purchaser. I don't know much more about that. Um, do you, Alex? No, if you keep talking, maybe I can find it. I think it was, from what I heard, it was Fioki's parent company that bought that, but, um, but I want to, it was like 1.9 billion, I want to think, but, uh, it's and then they're gonna they're getting diversified or whatnot it's it's quite interesting um so yeah 1.9 billion dollar deal and this actually came out three days ago so uh i'm pulling this yeah, up it was now. this week and then um smith and wesson just came out with their new response pcc it is a pcc chambered in nine millimeter the response has a 23 plus one magazine capacity out of the box and ships with two 23-round M&P double-stack magazines. It is rooted in its innovative, easy-to-install flex mag system. Design consists of interchangeable magwell adapters that allow the firearm to operate in a, um, using a variety of Smith & Wesson and other manufacturer magazines, including the response are two flex mag kits that are compatible with the M&P double-stack or Glock 1719 magazines. Pretty cool. Yep. The only Got thing- a uh, 16 and a half inch threaded barrel, polymer handguard, Picatinny rail, M-lock slots, mag pole, flat face trigger, and the M&P grip with four interchangeable palm swells. The only thing I can see from this currently that I'm not a big fan of is the um, that the receiver, is, the t- upper and lower are polymer. Mm. So. Yeah. And it's six pounds. I mean, that's that's relatively uh, it's relatively light realistically right so um a steel challenge gun probably great a steel challenge pcc probably really good um if you really only want to spend maybe 1100 bucks getting the whole gun set up you know because i think it's like msrp of 799 yeah msrp is 799 plus you're going to spend a couple bucks on an optic of some sort all right you can put a hollow sun a seymour on it something super simple um not bad absolutely not bad um, we did want to mention to you, oh my God, we are blowing through today. So we better <laughs> slow the roll, I guess a little bit. I know we're going to take forever to talk about something, but, um, I did want to remind everybody, this is a great point in the show. Hunter's HD gold. Brian Conley is a great supporter of the shooting sports. USPSA, IDPA, IPSC, steel challenge, metal madness, the works, right? Um, go check out their website, huntershdgold.com. Check out their three product lines, the gold, the ruby, and the new active blue, the active blue that I have on my desk right here. Um, I love these things. I love wearing these. I just don't have them on right now. Um, go check them out. Um, like I said, Brian's a great supporter of the shooting sports. He was at Handgun Nationals and IDPA Worlds, like back-to-back. Uh, and yeah. he hung out with Luigi the whole time. Yeah, if that's not a great supporter of the shooting sports, <laughs> I don't know what is. Right. Um, I did want to mention, I guess I wanted to bring this up at some point, is if anyone saw my social media post, I got 
um, a new belts, new belt rigs for the 2024 season. So this is a dominate defense belt. It's the newest version or iteration of what I use. Um, outer belt is steel lined. Um, inner belt is a new system that I haven't played with yet because they kept changing them. Uh, this one's a black with lime green stitching um, with a nice ratcheting belt uh, to support yourself with. Um, great belt made in America, um, made by the world's largest chaps maker. Um, Dominate Defense is a actual other side, their real business job. Um, but no, Dominate Defense makes the Hunter Constantine, Hunter Constantine concealed carry belt as well. Um, and the, the tier one concealed belt is the same thing, just branded differently. Nice. But uh, I'm going to be setting this belt up. This is actually not mine. This one's a Nets uh, belt. Uh, I just grabbed it because this is the one that was closest to me. Uh, we'll get hers all set up for her carry optics, limited optics rig. Uh, just waiting on the GX products vice holster to come in. Uh, from Leif, it should be here soon. Um, no, I did get confirmation after Nationals. It was almost done, so uh, I'm not saying that. But uh, got the mag pouches to put on this thing. Um, some DivTech magnets on it, too. It's going to be it's gonna be awesome. Uh, mine, I got to get um, some new mag pouches are coming for mine as well. I got some heading pouches coming uh, for mine. So for sure. I'm for really sure. excited about that. So, yeah, go check them out, guys. Uh, I, I do have a discount code. I forgot to put it on the tabs. But Dominate Defense, uh, Manitox 10, gets you 10% off your Mach 1 speed belt combo. Best belt in the business, in my opinion. Um, For sure. Oh, show. Another thing um, interesting that I saw the, uh, earlier, it, this is kind of gun news slash shooting sports news, is that Garmin recently came out with a new chronograph. It's called the uh, Zero C1 Pro, and it's running at $599.99. Um, looks like it's pretty well in stock. There are quite a few people on Facebook trying to unload their lab radars. Wait, who wants to sell me a lab radar? <laughs> there are quite a few people on Facebook that are looking to unload their lab radars. Um, the C1 is actually cheaper than lab radar and looks like it's easier to use. So I'm not sure whether clubs are going to start using those for their chronographs or not, but I would definitely be interested if someone has one, would love to compare the two and see which one, um, you know, see how they compare. Right. So for anyone who cares, this is the Zero C1 Pro chronograph, 600 bucks. Um, it's really small, like extremely yeah, like small. It can fit in your back pocket small. Now, my question is, I'm assuming it's doing the same technology as a lab radar. Um, can you stack them vertically? You know, what kind of cool contraptions? Well, here's the cool part. You can put them on any freaking tripod assembly mount, it seems like, from what yeah. they show here. So, um, Sven, uh, go buy some of these. Um, build a new table. Um, but it's pretty cool. Uh, it looks pretty cool. I'd, yeah. If someone wants to sell me a lab radar, you can talk to me about it. <laughs> um, but that's cool. Garmin's come out. Um, did you also, like, have you seen the Kestrel timers yet? I have not. So the Kestrel recently, not super recently, but they came out with their um, shot timers a couple, maybe a couple months ago now, but uh, they're finally uh, really hitting the market. Um, I'm trying to pull we'll it see up. Them. Yeah, so it's yellow. It's got multiple displays. I think it might be, uh, here we go, the Kestrel KST-1000 shot timer. Um, let's pull, you know, I have, I have heard of these, um, I'm pulling it up right now. We're going to go, ba bam, here we are. Boom. So they've got both of the display screens, the top face and the front, um, 300 bucks for a timer, twice the price is a, an AMG. And yeah, it's I, not, go ahead. I don't know, man. It, it's very similar in look, not with the buttons, but similar, um, screen size to the um, shooter's global timer. And it looks like similar in, in size in general to the shooter's global timer. Um, I've not played with one yet. I don't know anything about them, but I do have a shooter's global and I really do enjoy using that for uh, my dry fire practice. But if someone, if Kestrel wants to send us a timer, I mean, we'd be happy to try it out. Yep. Um, maybe, maybe they'll even want to, uh, do some other things, but no, the, so the cool thing, it reminds me of a pocket pro two, 
um, a little bit because it's got the the front the top display the top so, so you can see it um, as you're ROing and it, the microphone's on the front somewhere. Um, I but it so you can kind of watch it while it's still having the screen. You flip it around your back. You don't have to do this cockeyed thing with your wrist. You can just turn it behind your back like a Shooter's Global or an AMG. Um, it looks promising. Three hundred bucks, probably worth it. Um, time will tell, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not sure matches are going to start flocking to these. This three hundred dollars is obviously on the pricey side for these. But if they're available and they sync up with practice score, we'll see. They're not quite. So everyone's been waiting for practice score 2.0, right? Yeah. To, to come out. So shooters, global timers will work. Kestrel timers will work. Um, I don't Hopefully know. I don't... Maybe even um, even lab radars or Garmin's will be able to sync in with the practice score 2.0. Oh, to sync to the tablet so you don't even have to tap anything. You can just hit the button. Yeah, then we can, uh, we can reduce our chrono staff by one. Now, okay, so this is actually a great point to talk about. I'm going to pull over to my other screen for the meantime, but um, chronograph, right? What's the right number of people at chronograph? Two. Two? The whacker and the shooter, right? Yeah, because so especially at, an, at a multi-day match where you don't have, um, you know, even not at a multi-day match, I don't think you need more than two because effectively, it, especially if you have a ghost squad in the very beginning of the day. As you should. As you should for chronograph. What you're going to do is you're going to receive all the bullets. And you're going to whack all the bullets within your first ghost squad. And then the two of you are going to use the tablet. You know, there's a, a shooter and a tablet guy. Mm-hmm. And the shooter shoots and the tablet guy tablets. And neither shall the two mix. You don't need, in my opinion, you don't need three people to sit a chronograph um, because there's a lot of wasted time sitting there at chronograph. I could understand if you have a floater on the stage after chrono, like you've got four, three or four people, you could have the guy on the, on the ghost squad or the first squad of the day be able to help them. Sure. Pull bullets. Um, if you're using the Ben Berry system or the... Uh, God, Sven Wagner system for bullet pulling. Um, you only need the two people, right? The only time you're going to need a, the stump or the thwacker is like a 45. Yeah, and, you know, Ben Barry does a little bit differently. He pulls a mag off of their belt and runs and does not collect ammo in the very beginning of the day. He mm-hmm. pulls a mag off their belt, pulls the bullet out of their mag, and runs it through his press to pull the bullet. You know, I can see maybe having a third person in that case just to be able – so, you know, one person is is pulling the bullet and getting the weight while the, while one person is on the tablet and one person is shooting. Um, I, I can see it. Well, right. And then if you think – so if anyone wants to really go in depth about that, you go listen to the Ben Barry, the God, short course episode yeah. like the it's called chronograph or north carolina chronograph go listen to it it's a great episode ben talks about um what he does at chronograph but it's a nice system I, he would love to do random draw chrono which i i like i like the idea of random draw chrono but it has to be within the rules to do so i like the idea right. of it i well, still don't you think you can do random draw chrono like i can go instead of collecting chronograph ammo i can say okay give me a give me the mag off your belt and i'm going to shoot three rounds out of that mm-hmm. what we can't do today according to the rules is i can't say oh alex i don't need to test you i don't need to test a net but Corey, we're going to test you and we're we can we have to test everybody if we have chronograph we have to test everybody once mm-hmm. but then if someone else like if if you look shady and your bullets go bang, 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 then I can send you back to Chrono. Right, or you see an open shooter with a big stick and you just watch them shoot the whole stage, there's no reload, and that's like, it's a 32-round stage and they didn't miss anything, right? You'd be like, okay, is this mag too long or what? Like, Yeah, we can send them back to Chrono for that. Yep. So There's, there's anything you can get sent back to Chrono, but everyone's got, if you have Chrono, you got to go through once. Yep, yep. So off of our uh, soapbox for chronograph this week. 
what are you doing this weekend? What am I doing this weekend? I'm not doing anything. I have to stay home. Um, I was supposed to work on Saturday, so Saturday was out. But Sunday, I was supposed to go shoot the Guga Rebus Invitational at the Wayne County Practical Shooters in Romulus, Michigan. Um, three quarters of Team FML, Fluffy Manny Lucky, will be at the match. Um, so Fluffy and Lucky, good luck, brothers. Um, what do we have? Uh, nothing's going on. I don't think I have anything. Do you have domestic tranquility issues? No, there was just some stuff. There's stuff that always needs to get done at home. Um, so yes, domestic tranquility. Gotcha. No, well, I appeased. But um, speaking of, I need to pull this up. So um, actually, uh, I'm hopefully looking to go to a soon-to-me an indoor USPSA match. The closest USPSA indoor match to me um, is ran by our good friend Bob Miller of oh. the Ryan Rocks Outdoor Adventures. Um, so him and Robert Torres of Ann Arbor Arms, uh, have teamed up and are hosting indoor local USPSA matches, four stages at Ann Arbor Arms. looks like every other Monday night, um, starting at 5.30. Let me look right here. I'll click on the magical link. I, th I believe it is 5.30 start time. Registration starts at 4.30. First shot's at 5.30. Um, so reasonably there's three squads. You're going to get out of there an hour and a half, two hours. So is it like four four stages in one like one long shooting line or they nope so they do two stages in one bay and then one stage in each of the other bays so they have three indoor bays oh cool um like twenty five yards plus like fifty yards deep so uh I haven't been I, I missed their first match due to having to go to the dentist that day <laughs> um, it was the, well and it was the day right after coming back from the cleanup match okay. So I was like, eh, I can't make it, but I'm hoping to make it there soon. Um, run by my good buddy, Bob Miller. Uh, For sure. Um, hopefully we'll have some news on the Ryan Rocks Outdoor, um, Ryan Rocks Charity Blast. The, it'll be the 12th year, right? 11th. No, 12th. Yeah, 12th. So the 12th year of the Ryan Rocks Charity Blast. Um, hopefully soon. Uh, match director Jeff Garrick should join us one night um, for a little... Uh, um, talking because it's important. Um, they're looking hopefully to move the match somewhere to a new range to get more people to come shoot the match. Um, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. Uh, I do have this cool fancy swine from Hangar Nationals, stage seven. Uh, pretty cool. So I got that here. <laughs> I, I didn't go collecting more because I just didn't want to be a dick. <laughs> oh, you could have collected them all. We, we were uh, throwing them away. So yeah. Um, uh, Corey, what are you doing this week, brother? I have a wedding on Saturday. Whose wedding are we crashing? Um, it's a buddy of mine from high school that I've stayed in touch with. There you so go. it's actually my best friend and his wife's, uh, like it's his wife's ex-boyfriend that I'm going to his wedding. So should be a good time. <laughs> right. Is it an open bar? Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Oh, their their yeah. family likes to drink. So yes, open bar, I'm sure. Um, although it's one of those like church weddings. So it's a... At one of those church weddings so the wedding's at two and then the reception's at six so i'm gonna have to find somebody to go to a bar with in between the wedding and the reception to uh pre-game the reception but right it'll be great yeah so um as a little reminder to our listeners um someone keeps sending me god dang text messages oh it's it's the wife saying that alexa says she loves being and saying goodbye um but anyway nationals dates 2024 um <laughs> World Speed Shooting um, World Speed Shooting Championship is the end of May, beginning of June, five twenty nine through six two. Uh, Carry Optics six twenty eight through six thirty. That's the, a cardinal. Yes, it FYI. is. Everything other than so, and then Multi Gun, July seventeenth through the twenty. Sorry, July nineteenth through the twenty first is in Forest Lake, Minnesota, and then the yes. rest is all at CMP Talladega. So we have Handgun Nationals, which is. Limited production, single stack revolver, L10, and limited optics, 9, 13 through the 15th. And open PCC finishing out the year strong with the best divisions, um, 10, 18, and through 10, 20 um, down in CMP Talladega. Um, you going to be there? Uh, yeah, you're going to be there. So I am? Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah. We got to still figure out if our buddy uh, Fluffy's going to go with us or not. So um we got to talk about that at some point um for sure yeah, so I, if you're going to open pcc nationals comment make a comment shoot alex an email yes uh we will try to do something cool uh maybe we'll do a party one night at the hunters hd gold van 
sponsored by Bobby Q, right? Yeah, for sure. Bob, see, it's on the air. Bobby's got to do it now. It's great. Sure, next year is Bobby's tenth anniversary doing matches. She said, "Is his tenth anniversary?" Yeah, tenth anniversary doing matches. That's pretty cool. I hope I hope he goes and shoots more. I mean, he he does so much work for the shooting sports. I definitely wish that he was able to shoot more. Just shoot. Yeah. But he's servicing the community with his delicious um, vendor fare. Um, I will say. His food is delicious. Um, it's not for everybody on the range, but it's always good when you're done shooting too. So if you shoot AM, you can have you can have Bobby barbecue for lunch. For sure. I want to make a note too, because um, my parents and I were talking about this. They were down at Nationals and they were walking around and they saw Bobby's trailer and they've heard how much I rave about his food. And then they saw the sign right next to Bobby's trailer that said staff only. Mm-hmm. And they thought that Bobby's food was for staff only. Oh, oh, maybe he needs some arrows. So, it's true. Part of Bobby's food is for staff only. Bobby always has a buffet for the staff. Mm-hmm. But if you are not staff and just a shooter, or even just a comp- just a uh, someone out there that wants to try Bobby's food, walk up to the window and you can buy some. This is true. Um, he also always has hot dogs. So if there's nothing that is on the menu. Yeah, as long as Jake Martins is there, he'll have a hot dog. Oh, Jake Martins will always be there. Even though he will not be the match director for any of the matches going into 2024, um, he will definitely have hot dogs. So, Corey, off the top of your head, Buckeye Blast is what dates? Buckeye Blast is the first weekend in May. I want to say, what, 5-2 through 5-4? 5-2 through 5-6 or something like that. Something like that. We'll go with that. And then we have Area 5, um, and that's in August. Yeah, it's the third weekend in August. Give me one second. I can pull up the Form Cs, and I can give you exact dates. Those are good. So if anyone doesn't know, um, the third weekend in August, it was typically typically the Battle for the North Coast uh, match dates. Um, those Brett. guys, Bud Conley, Breton, Rebel, um, yeah. were uh, match directors running those matches. Uh, they're taking some time off so that Ohio can host Area 5. Um, and we're not draining staff too much in the, the local scene. Correct. So Cardinal Practical Shooters Ohio State Buckeye Blast is May 2nd through the 5th. Staff is going to shoot Thursday the 2nd afternoon, Friday the 3rd morning. Competitors are going to be able to come in and shoot Friday afternoon and Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon and Sunday morning, there will be a few squads open for all day Saturday. 12-ish stages, well, 12 stops will likely be more stages. Chronograph included. Yeah. Well, and I liked it last year. It was a good mix. It was a good ratio, and it was a nice time, Um, especially shooting staff. It was not draining. Um, I did get to eat in between, so that was always a good pleasure. I will Um, note that this is not going to be a staff reset match this year. So, unfortunately, um, it's just really hard on the staff. Dan Dan worked a staff reset match the next weekend, and he looked at me and he's like, Corey, we can't do that to our staff anymore. It's hard um, on the staff. It's, uh, you know, so this will not be a staff reset. It'll be a traditional competitor reset. Um, but we're still going to put on a great match, um, and Bobby will be there. Is it against code of conduct to put a tip jar out for me to reset for just competitors? <laughs> Um, yes, but we're going to have a, we'll have a conversation about that because, um, I've got some ideas, right? You never know. Um, area five, um, I'm looking, we're looking forward to that match. That's going to be bigger, better, and awesome. Yeah. Area five is going to be also at Cardinal Practical Shooters, August 14th through the 18th. Um, tentatively staff is going to shoot the 14th and 15th, which is Wednesday, Thursday, Competitors are going to be able to come in and shoot either um, Thursday, Friday, Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday. And that'll be afternoon, morning of all three of those. And there may be some extra squads mixed in there if someone wants to shoot a uh, an all-day Saturday or a Friday, Sunday mix, you know, make it make it available for people to, uh, to a join fr- us. A Friday-Sunday mix? Yeah, you know, if, if you've got a local shooter that is busy on Saturday maybe they, and they want to come in and shoot Friday and Sunday, let them. I, I'm not saying that's not that's not a great idea, but I'm just I'm trying to 
already think about how would you do the squatting for that, right? Like, well, so keep in mind if you've got an all day Saturday, that means that in the in the Friday, Saturday, and the Saturday, Sunday um, matrix, there are all day Saturday squads. So if I toss in a squad that's Friday afternoon, Sunday morning, it'll work. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. I, I know. Match director right here, you know? Right. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, so we're looking forward to those matches. Those are pretty close to me. So I'm, I'm yeah, at least 30 matches. stages for, for area five. Um, 30 Dan stages. So. Yeah. Um, All right. Dan, Dan Click and I have decided that we're going to do the nine days of area five. Um, if anyone remembers that, um, it'll be similar to the nine days of nationals, but just area five. Right. So um, I don't know. Have you listened to the most recent episode of the Casual Shooters podcast? I have not yet. Okay. Um, so maybe next week you listen to the two episodes with Jace later. We'll talk about it next week on Two Alpha News. So Corey, yeah, uh, this sure. is a great segue to get the heck out of Dodge. Um, Corey, share your sponsors with the with the the lovely people. We've got four. We've got Shields Manufacturing. They make the finest buffer systems, and we have banners. You're welcome, Brian. We've got Hunter's HD Gold, Hunter's HD Ruby, and Active Blue. I've got all three. Love them. Wouldn't can't shoot a match without them. Um, Victor's Legacy. If anyone's seen my personal social media, you've seen my new Nerf gun. Oh wait, it's not. It's a PCC. Um, it's amazing. I handed it to them at uh, Battle for the North Coast and said, "I really don't care what you guys do to it. So figure it out." And three months later, they sent me, they give me a call and said, Hey, your gun's done. It took us longer because you didn't give us any direction, but it looks beautiful. And I agree. And last but not least, we've got Excalibur Ammunition um, out of Florida. They gave me 500 rounds that I'm still messing around with at Nationals, and I'm really liking it so far. Probably spelled everything wrong, but it's okay. Um, I will add it to the thingy. Alex, who are your sponsors? Well, I don't call them partners. I call them partners, but we've got Go Fast, Don't Suck. They make these awesome banners behind me. Um, see, Hopefully see some cool things coming from Go Fast, Don't Suck in the near future. Hunter's HD Gold, like Corey always says, Brian's a huge supporter of the shooting sports and us. Um, Dominate Defense. I talked about their belt on the show. Um, Got to get those set up. Um, DivTechShop.com. Nathan Dively over there. Great shooter from North Carolina. Sad to see that he's actually not on the live today like he normally is. Um, we've got Laugh and Load. My friends Tony and Jackie from the Chicagoland area. Great shooters. Great friends. They also host a post-Pew Time podcast. Uh, harass them when they don't post it on time or at all that week because, like I said, consistency is important. And <laughs> um, dead air. No yes, dead air. No dead air. Um, I'm more, I could care less about the dead air as long as you post an episode at some form of consistent basis. Outdoor Dynamics makes fantastic ammunition. They are getting ready to shoot the Falling Steel World Series down at Rowan this weekend. So we'll be talking about those results next week. Um, Summit City Bullets, Tony um, running Sunday. Summit City Bullets is a fantastic lead-coated bullet product. Yes, for sure. You see them um, talk to me. I will get, hopefully in the near future have sample packs to give out, actually. Um, I actually was working on that the other day. I just got to get a mail issue figured out, and I will explain about that later. Um, Range Panda, Eric Steiner, Gianni Giordano, great shooters. I love hanging out with them and supporting them. Uh, they do great custom foam. Eric's going to open the books open soon to get if you want custom cut foam for your handguns. Hit him up, and he'll get it done. Chili Custom Gunworks makes fantastic 2011 parts for your guns. The Tom Castro Shooting Academy, my buddy Tom running out, shooting all these matches, top five, you know, super squad level shooter, doing some awesome coaching and training. So check them out, tcsacoaching.com. And um, Buddy Ivester's company, 2Alpha Apparel. I'm wearing a hat because I love this hat. But yeah, go check them out, guys. They're my partners. Uh, and I can't do this without them. So, and without the listeners, we couldn't do this either, Corey. I mean. For sure. For sure. It's not that we couldn't do it. It's that we don't want to. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm fine talking. We spend enough time talking to each other, so it doesn't really matter if we were doing this show or not, but we do it for you. So, guys, check us out on social media. Search 2Alpha News, Facebook and Instagram, YouTube, and Rumble. Find us there. Follow us. Um, share it with your friends and join us. And maybe maybe sometime soon we will actually get a listener on through the show. We will send out. We can do that link thing. And Yeah, uh, for sure. And um, one other thing. We are also on most of your podcasting platforms. So if you just were able to catch a few minutes of this this evening, 
or you are sitting on YouTube or Rumble and say, man, I really wish I could take this on the go. We are also on podcasts as Two Alpha News. So earlier this earlier today, I looked, we had eight people. Um, we've had 44 listens so far. Um, eight people listened to last week's episode. So if you have any questions or would like to uh, join us in the future, feel free to email us at manytalkshooting at gmail.com. And Alex will talk to me and I will talk to his people. And we will get you on the show. Yes, we will. Um, and if you guys want to see people pop up on the show, uh, it could be the Manny Talk Shooting Podcast, right? Uh, too often news. Let us know. We we the worst someone can tell us is no, right? Um, For if, sure. So if we want to talk to, hopefully, I'll say this right now. I would love to talk to Mr. Jake Martin's on the show right here, right now. Um, bring him on the show to talk. Um, you know, it'll be a fun time. So we could do that. Um, if you want to talk to Nils Jonasson, we probably could get it scheduled. Um, we just got to make it, just let us know. So yeah. let us know, guys. Email me, um, at, uh, manytalkshooting at gmail.com or whatever you want to, Instagram, DMs. I don't care. Get a hold of me. Um, blame Corey for not posting on social media enough. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's all good. Um, Corey, um, any last words before we get this thing pimped off? No, I think that's it. So what do I what am I supposed to go do? Get out and do the things, Alex. Yep, that's right. And I will see you guys 